Welcome Cheeky Goddesses to Cheeky Vibe Peaceful Life Podcast. This is our podcast to uplift and inspire women, and it also uplifts and inspires us. I am here with my podcast partner, Lauren Macedonsky, and my name is Michelle Moss, and we are going to discuss a continuation of our previous podcast, is building a stronger sense of self. Um, We talked about the practice of saying no to others' needs and saying yes to our own. Yes, so if you didn't catch that one, go back and listen to, what was the date of that one? That one was July 6th. Yes, go back and listen to that one because that will kind of help you in this next podcast as well. Right, we also talked about in that same podcast about, you know, when you're a people pleaser and, and, and putting other people's needs first, it, it goes hand in hand with learning how to say no, but... You know, you got to please yourself, and if you're pleasing yourself and doing things that you're passionate about, you're more fun to be around, and you're more pleasing to be around. So, uh, just kind of check check back in with that July sixth podcast. But I think that's why we thought this topic was, you know, kind of went hand in hand, and is a good follow up because you really you have to learn to like being alone and be okay with that, right? Which is what today's podcast is about. Um, how do you feel about being alone, maybe in the past versus now? Um, in the past, not so much, but like when you think about the people pleasing aspect of it too, and then not knowing your yourself, your own wants, needs, the things that like excite you, sometimes you're not as apt to want to be alone to where I know now it's like if I go too long without that, like I need that. That's like kind of fuels Re- like I was my, say refuel, rejuvenate. Yeah. It's interesting because, um, again, during the the COVID crisis and pandemic and being at home and I'm doing telehealth from home, I have a routine and, you know, I get up and I work out and do some emails and maybe clean up the house a little bit. But then I have a break before I start seeing clients at noon and sometimes I go till late after dinner. But but there's like this little break at 10 o'clock or 10 to 11 that I literally take a good book and I sit outside even if it's for 40 minutes and I am sitting in the sun and my puppy Lulu Bell is laying on my feet and I am reading a good book completely separating myself from the morning the routine and the afternoon where I'm going to be face to face to back to back to back to back to back with clients sometimes not even have time to go to the bathroom but this is my me time and I call it that. And mm-hmm. this has become part of my routine and it is amazing. And I'm alone. Well, I guess I do have my dog with me, but she's, she fills me with joy. But I literally love and look forward to that time alone, you know? And it's taken me years to be able to A, be alone and B, enjoy doing nothing in alone time sometimes or doing something I want to do because before I might have decided to go do three or four loads of laundry and do this and do that and clean this. And, and, and I carve this time out on the days I have clients to strictly take some time for me. And it's- no, I love that. Me, like mine is definitely my morning routine. It starts my day. Even if things get a little more hectic, it's like I always look forward to my morning routine. But I've even kind of learned that like that in-between time that when it gets so hectic that I need that night So I often look forward to like, what can I do to calm myself down at night? Mm -hmm. And I think it's like morning routine a lot in business or coaching or things, you know, if you've looked through that, um, a lot of them really talk about your morning routine. Like I even read a book about it, but 
I've learned for myself is that I have to calm it back down because your, your day-to-day life can be so busy, so nonstop that it's like, what can I do at night for me to relax myself? It's like, I love my sleepy time tea Mm -hmm. or maybe doing a face mask or just reading a few pages of my book. Even if I'm exhausted, it's like, okay, just do a few. Or I have, um, Hoda's book of like quotes and Mm -hmm. I'll just be like, okay, I'm just gonna read two quotes. What is that little thing that can fill my cup after a day of being exhausted? Because I always know my morning routine does that for me. My morning routine gets me excited, my workout, all that gets me pumped up. That's my me thing. Um, And then I had to learn I need to do it again at night. Well, and, and some people don't like alone time because this goes back to that gives us too much time to think our thinks and feel our feels. And being afraid and mistrusting ourselves that if I've got alone time, I'm going to, my mind's going to think about things I don't necessarily want to think about. And so it's kind of had, taking that head on and um, maybe journaling what you're feeling, getting it vomiting out of your head and into the journal and doing well, something. Well, knowing that you have to address that situation is right. what we've talked about in other podcasts is like, sometimes that's the hard part is when someone is realizing, okay, I have to, you know, I'm thinking about something. How is it that I need to address it? Right. But it's interesting how people can be so afraid of being alone that they'll go out of their way to do anything to to, to keep from being... Well, it also brings up insecurities. Right. If you're thinking about those things about life, like if it's something you need to work on, a conversation you need to have... Like, do you ever have those things where you know it's like, okay, I need to have this conversation and you get filled with, like, anxiety? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, lots of times. <laughs> but, it, you know, sometimes that fear of being alone and, and worrying about what you're going to think about or feel, maybe you fill that alone time, like what I explained, with something that you love, like your sleepy time tea or my reading a good book, you know. Um, maybe reading a book's avoidant, maybe, I don't know, because I'm not really thinking about what I'm thinking. I'm putting myself in a fantasy world but sometimes it's nice to escape to a fantasy world you know whether it's a a bubble bath with good music I think sometimes you need that too because I know for me I'm constantly go 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 to where if I'm not at the salon I'm trying to think of um my other goals like what other in my other business world like what are we trying to do with the podcast how how do we want to better serve more women how do we want to help them find their best self their confidence all those things so it's like my days off Mm -hmm. have now become more work so it's like when I know in my goal setting I'm making sure that those other times like whether it's my me time of I get a massage now probably every six weeks because that's something I do for me maybe you should do one every week (laughs) every week I mean that sounds amazing Well, and you know, sometimes it doesn't have to even cost anything. Like, you know, maybe some people can't afford a massage, but I'll tell you, my me time is sometimes even just sitting outside and listening, you know, being in the moment, being mindful, listening to the birds or looking at, am I seeing some chipmunks or squirrels or my birds or the beauty of the flowers that are out there and allowing yourself to just be and not have anything to think about. I think right now too, especially with so much going on in the world, I think your you time and that time to let go of some anxiety could just be putting your phone away for an hour. I was going to say, yeah, you time being, doing your own me time might not be scrolling through social media because that's going to create major anxiety at this point. Oh yeah. For when we do date night, that's like, unless I'm 
sharing, you know, something about our night together, like on my stories, like I like to share because I'm, we're both foodies. So I often like to share what I'm eating or maybe a, a good restaurant we're trying or something like that. But other than that, like I really try to keep like my phone away and really be present and enjoying that moment together. And sometimes when you, even if you're with somebody else, this, this even happened for me last night, I was on my phone and literally I was reading I get sucked into some COVID-19 something update, whatever, because we're going on vacation to Florida and there's all these things that are going on in Florida. And so my husband looks over and he's like, is there something exciting on your phone? I'm like, you know, I didn't realize I was getting sucked in Mm -hmm. and looking at my phone instead of engaging with him. And it's what I preach to my, my clients and I need to do my own, take my own advice and put the phone down and not even think about it because it's certainly going to be there if I needed to look for it because everything's at your access at your disposal. So, you know, just putting the phone down, but especially during me time, um, a lot of people, and and I'm sure you've done this where you're sitting somewhere and you start scrolling through your phone and you look up and 40 minutes has passed and it's like, Oh my gosh, that's a lot of time that just went out the window so maybe yeah. doing something I mean and it's okay to do phone time as some me time if you're keeping it within limits because some people do like that as a yeah. way of relaxing honestly I feel like Facebook can be a little more negative than Instagram so through some of that I honestly deleted Facebook off of my phone did you for a few weeks so that way I wasn't just you know it's like a habit you just Right. do it and you're like oh my gosh I didn't realize I right that's jumped what I said. on and it's gone and I deleted it for a few weeks so I just I I couldn't I have anxiety I didn't I needed to be okay with almost being in my bub- in my own bubble mm-hmm. and yeah I mean it's great to stay updated on what's going on in the world but sometimes if it is sucking you in so bad like it was literally affecting my anxiety that I just deleted it for a couple weeks Mm -hmm. if I needed to do business stuff I got on my laptop and I did my Facebook groups for my fitness stuff on my laptop I did not want to do random scrolling I didn't and it's interesting I had to disconnect I just I think we talked about this on our Mimosa Monday but I have a Facebook friend and she's a friend outside of Facebook that um deleted I mean my gosh I think she said like 3,000 people I don't know a ton of people um, because there was a lot of negativity and that's another option. You can always just get rid of the people that are saying all the stuff that you don't want to hear. Yeah. You can definitely mute people. I said that in our fitness group the one time, you know, if someone takes that inspiration away from you or makes you compare yourself, like, you know, right. Just meet them. Right. Um, and, and we want to trust ourselves. So when we're in the alone time, being okay with being alone and doing things that are productive or even just self-care. It doesn't have to be productive. Um, you know, like I said, reading a book or being in nature or taking a walk or, you know, and being okay to take a walk by yourself and noticing what do you, you know, smell, taste, touch, So I have a question. See. So as, from your perspective as a counselor, therapist, what do you think um, is that struggle with people when they literally cannot be alone? I had a friend that like, any downtime they had, if they weren't at work, it was constantly filled with like a friend or a girlfriend or something. It was like never alone. Well, that's that, that they don't trust themselves and they have maybe some self-esteem issues, fear of abandonment issues. And, you know, it's forcing ourselves even just starting in small increments. And like I said, maybe journaling in, in, in some alone time, just kind of processing what are you feeling right now when you're alone? And and then filling that time with, like I said, the things that bring you pleasure or joy. You know, if it's something that you really, really like, 
filling that time with something that you like. And it can, it can be a good movie that you really like that you can sit and watch by yourself. You don't have to watch with somebody else. Sometimes I actually enjoy that. Yeah. Yeah. So just starting small. It's always baby steps and starting, starting with something simple. Taking a walk, maybe just mm-hmm. seeing what you even notice. And, and sometimes when you your walk by yourself, you notice so many more things that you wouldn't when you're engaged yeah, in, a, you're in a conversation. conversation yeah. And you're looking at the person as you're walking and you're talking, and so you're not noticing what you hear and what are you seeing? What are you smelling? You know, because all that stuff is going on and we just tune it out because we multitask with our brain. You know, we have that dual, dual, dual brain where we're doing all these different things. Do you ever get in a car and and drive and end up somewhere and you're like how did I even get here because we turned off our mind and focused on something else and driving you're is so, so used to your habit yeah. and you know what it really this is so random but this hit me the other day of how we are creatures of habit okay so this is something so simple but I moved my 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 Vitamix blender from one side of my kitchen to the other. Do you know how many times I carry over my mixer to the other part to go <laughs> and set it? But it's so crazy yes. how we are so yes. just creatures of habit. It was right. like, that's where it was. Now it's on the left side of my kitchen that I still catch myself doing it. And I almost just laugh. I'm like, so this is why it is so hard for us sometimes to, to create different habits. Right. I mean, that's, I'm used to it. It's just instinct. It's like, you know, you're in the kitchen and I'm thinking about it. Maybe I'm already thinking about taking a shower, getting ready for work. And here I am like, oh, I'm carrying my right. mixer over here. And that's even like that triggered me to think about when you go to church or whatever. You always sit in the same seat. It's like they're assigned seats, you know. Hey guys, mix it up a little bit. Sit in a different I place. I do that. Exactly. You know? I do that. I go in the same door. Because you're going to, you know what? The other thing, especially if you, like, I know you go to a bigger church, but, you know, you can meet new people if you change it up a and little exactly, bit. And exactly, because the people that sit right behind us are the same people every time. Right, because we're all doing the same thing. Yep. <laughs> so change it up a little bit. And even if you do, maybe even church is something you go by yourself and just see what, see what you hear, see what you see, see what you feel, you know? Just, just different things that, you do on your own. I mean, it, although it is kind of funny, I remember different times going out to restaurants and they call somebody's name. Michelle Moss, party of one. And, you know, party of one. Is I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to do it. And it's like... Sometimes I enjoy now eating alone. I never thought I'd be that person because you, in the past, I'd always see that, like, older person and you're like, oh, you know, you feel bad for them. Mm-hmm. You know, they're alone, whatever, but... but maybe they want to be or this is their yeah, time Yeah, because sometimes I kind of like it. If I can just sit down and be in my own thoughts and enjoy my meal and not have to talk. Yeah, yeah. Because sometimes, again, you talk all day, I talk all day. Sometimes it's nice just to have some quietness. And Oh, there's times where I get in my car at the end of a day and I'm like, I'm going to just like sit here in silence before I leave. I'm going to give myself a few minutes before I even drive to pick up my kids. I'm just going to stop and think. And that makes me think of another alone time kind of thing. You know, whether it's walking, I had a friend reach out a couple of weeks ago, a friend of a friend. So, I mean, I know this person, um, but she reached out and said, Hey, I just want to let you know I was walking and listening to your podcast and I love it. And I thought, Oh my gosh, first of all, that made me feel really good that she listens to our podcast. But the fact that she's alone, she took a walk, that's another thing. Listen to podcasts when you're in your car and you're alone. It feels, you know, get get some inspiration. Or when you're going for a walk, it makes the walk go so much faster, especially if you are alone, mm-hmm. you know, to put your podcast on and listen. So, you know, I, I thought that was, her name is Sue. And, I love um, that. Thank you, Sue, if you're listening. Um, she, she reached out and said that, and I thought that was really sweet. And I, we've had a lot of really good feedback of people that have um, said they've really enjoyed the podcast. So I would love to challenge our listeners to that. What can you do in the next week? alone Mm -hmm. and that you enjoy yeah not dread 
find a way to find something to do all by yourself, that fills you with joy. That's a positive thing. That's a challenge, and it's hard. You know, we are so, especially when we're in bigger families. I mean, I know our friend Mandy has four kids mm-hmm. and and a significant other. But we challenged her to that during yes. her interview. Yes, yes. What could she do for some self-care just for herself? Right, and people that, you know, have so many people that they're taking care of and doing all these things for, we have to take care of ourselves. That goes back to saying no. It goes back to, you know, not being a people pleaser. It goes back to learning how to be alone and but being okay But I think okay what's cool that. about that, if you are aware of that and you say like every week I'm going to find one thing to do alone, you never know what you might figure out about yourself that brings you joy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so then that goes to the word intentional. Intentionally find some time to be Great. alone yep. and time for you. I like that. I think that was a, a very positive um, way of, of bringing that out. And again, again, we try so hard to be uplifting. Um, let us know what you're thinking. Let us know a favorite podcast. Let us know something that's moved you. Yes, and when you take that time for you, let us know what it is that you did. Yeah, please give us some feedback. And so again, until next time, stay cheeky, goddesses. <laughs>